Hello, I'm Olivia Swanson with New Chapter Coaching, and this is Emerging Stronger Together. Emerging Stronger Together is a four-part multimedia series for those who want to improve their nonprofit organizations in the areas of HR, nonprofit operations, implicit bias and IDE, and fundraising. Each week, we have a new chapter coaching strategic partner share their expertise, insights, and strategies to help you all, nonprofit leaders, board members, and staff, improve their organizations in our communities and beyond. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app and follow us on Facebook to stay up to date with the series and all other things New Chapter Coaching. With me today is Tanika Starks, New Chapter Coaching strategic partner and expert in HR. Tanika, welcome to Emerging Stronger Together. Thank you so much for having me here. Yes, we're so happy to have you. Thanks for being here. So before we get started, Tanika, please tell everyone about yourself, who you are and what you do with New Chapter Coaching. Yeah, so my name is Tanika. And as Olivia mentioned, I'm a strategic partner with New Chapter Coaching. And so I consult with New Chapter Coaching clients and provide them with some of those recommendations that they're going to need to create viable HR solutions. Yeah, it's and what she does, you all, it's amazing. Trust me. She's changed so many organizations for the better. And we're excited for her to share some of those expertise with you all here today. So one of the key themes of Emerging Stronger Together is resilience. So Tanika, tell us what is resilience in the area of HR? Yeah, so HR resilience is really, truly about helping organizations learn to adapt. And being able to kind of change the traditional rigidity and shifting to more of a flexible approach. And that flexible approach is going to allow them to adapt, which is critical when um, you're faced with a time that you need to be resilient. So I think that in order to do that, the best thing that an organization can do is to look at HR resilience in three different areas. And so that's going to be protection, support, and balance. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so tell us tell us about those elements, Tanika. Starting with protection, what does that look like for a resilient HR program? Yeah, so protection is really truly about removing the traditional way that you approach work. And so that's going to be creating those organizational policies that provide a lot more flexibility in that, you know, the organization is going to be able to adapt. So in COVID times, we found that a lot of organizations were not prepared to adapt their workforce to the changes that were in front of them. So it's going to be critical that you go and you, you know, you think of protecting the organization by looking at kind of what policies that you have in place. So seeing if you know if you have a remote work policy, seeing if your current policy uh, talks about flexible work hours and being able to let employees adapt to you know, whatever changes that they need to make. Um, thinking about non-traditional ways that we approach, you know, the work environment. One of those is in the telecommuting policy. If you don't have one, you know, creating that policy, or even if you do have one, making sure that you have, you know, those pieces about employees working from home and the workplace safety, designated areas that they should be working in. Because 
even if employees are working from home or working from other locations, say a Starbucks, because they might need some internet access, you're still liable for the, the part of work comp. And so, you know, you want to have those policies in place to make sure that you're protecting the organization. Uh, also, you know, when you think about now, employees are starting to come back to work. So having those return to work policies that kind of think about how you're going to integrate them back into the work environment. So, you know, strategizing how you're going to physically place employees. Are you going to create a hybrid work schedules for those employees? And so to really truly be able to protect the organization, you're going to have to have the ability to be flexible um, and just being able to adapt, you know, so when something like COVID could possibly happen again, then you've, you, you know, you have the policies in place um, that also align with the new regulations that you might have to have in place for your organization. Yeah, great. Thank you so much. I couldn't agree more. I feel like it's so important, especially in times like these, you know, it showed us how important it is for an organization to be resilient. And in order to be resilient, you do need to have those policies in place. And so all of those that you listed off are so important. And I think oftentimes um, nonprofit leaders might not know what policies they need or think that way. So that's such a wonderful point. So protection, that's the first element of HR resilience. So moving on to the second of support. So Tanika, will you tell us what does support mean as it relates to HR resilience? Yeah, so support is gonna be critical to organizational success. And in order to be resilient in HR, it's critical that you're gonna be supporting those employees and those managers and their ability to adapt. So, a lot of this is going to be helping them manage stress, providing those fresh perspectives on, you know, programs and new ways of working, providing access to mental health resources, you know, to support those employees and those managers in the way that they work. We found with COVID that there was a lot of additional stress put on employees. You know, there was the home stress of working in the home, managing the, you know, a pandemic in itself, business owners who had to make critical decisions. So those types of things were at an all time high and that workplace stress, you know, was, was definitely higher than it had to be. Um, but, you know, when we think about mental health in the workplace, it's not a normal conversation. So in being flexible, in being able to adapt, we have to begin normalizing that and creating those policies in the HR space um, that help support employees' mental health so that they can you know, adapt to whatever is going on in the workplace. Uh, something else that I would suggest is incorporating fun, you know, make the work environment fun, consciously you know, adding in positivity. Something that I feel like as an HR professional that, you know, anyone should be doing is get out of your office and support them in being resilient by going out and having those conversations, um, engaging employees in conversation and help building those connections. And in being able to do that, you know, you're providing that that piece of support, you know, that they're going to need with, you know, policy implementation or, you know, just just balancing a normal work day and trying to help them create that work life balance. 
that's such a great point, Tanika. And it's so interesting because as HR departments become resilient, they're then able to support um, other support all their employees so that the employees can be resilient too. And it's so important. So thank you. So we have protection as the first element of HR resilience and the second element as support. So the third element, Tanika, you said is balance. Will you tell us a little bit about balance in HR resilience? Yeah, so finding balance is, is a critical element as well of being HR resilient. And, you know, balance has to be realistic. So you have to have those policies that protect the organization because that's being realistic. But for, you know, if you create a flexible work uh, policy, for example, and you, you know, you have employees who are out there who are working those core business hours, let's say from nine to five is your core business hours. And, you know, we want to be flexible. We want to adapt to, to organizational change in the way people work. It may be that, you know, what you do is have them work five hours in those core business times and then believe, be flexible and let them, you know, work the other two or three hours that they need to work outside of normal business hours. But when we're when we're thinking about this and we're being realistic and we're really truly being, you know, HR uh, resilient and we're we're helping organizations adapt. We have to think that we have to provide managers support in understanding that the mindset shift that needs to happen is based on performance. Traditionally, we're being rigid with performance and performance, you know, we're managing the tasks of people day in and day out. But if we're truly being resilient in HR, we're providing managers with the balance of the employee is performing, but now the way we manage their performance becomes different because we want to manage their outcomes. And so in doing that, we're going to provide that necessary support, educating those leaders and managers on how to shift that mindset. And then that's going to allow us to do what resilience is all about. And that's adapting to whatever change that we have to have with a new way of managing. So, you know, if, if we we practice resilience and we're really truly being flexible, then we're going to, you know, adapt to a new way of working. And that's critical to success of finding that balance between the policy supporting the employee and that sweet spot in the middle that's organizational balance and HR resilience. Yes, thank you so much. I think that that is the trifecta truly of HR resilience and HR is so important for a resilient organization and a sustainable organization. So thank you. You're so Tanika, if we have folks watching right now and if someone is hearing this and wants to get started today and make one change in their HR department starting right now to improve their resilience, what would you suggest? I would suggest um, do a policy audit. See what policies that you have in place um, to be able to manage organizational changes that come quickly. You know, look to see if you have a remote work policy. Look to see if you have a flexible work policy. Look to see if you have a telecommuting policy. Looking at what does your performance um, appraisal process say as far as how you're going to go about assessing employees' performance if you had to change the way in which they work. Um, thinking about, you know, just protecting the organization. Because, you know, when we think about it, if we don't protect the organization, there is no organization. You know, if we open right. ourselves up to that liability. So we, that, we have to be able to do those things 
in order for any of these other pieces to work. Yeah, great, thank you. And um, I hope that all of you listening take that advice and get started right away in improving your HR department in order then to increase the resilience of your organization as a whole. So thank you so much, Shanika, for all of your insight and expertise. So tell us if we have folks watching who want to work with you, um, if you were to go into their nonprofits and help them, what could you do? What does that service look like and how would it benefit their nonprofit organizations? The way that I can help is I can help create those new policies that you're going to need. I can help you, you know, revise policies. I can even show you the proper way to actually implement those into the workplace. Um, I can help you with, you know, conducting employee investigations uh, because in doing that, I provide a neutral perspective that is outside of the organization. I can help you navigate through those changing employment laws. When COVID hit, employment laws in the HR space were changing every single day. And so it's very complex to be able to keep up with those things and make sure that your organization is aligned with, you know, new laws and compliance and regulations. Um, it, it was a tough time. I can help advising your leaders and your managers on, you know, some of the best practices that they should be doing when they're managing their employees or, you know, if they need someone that, to just talk through employee relations uh, situations, I can always help support in that. Um, when I think of this in a, a holistic approach, I can help you create an HR structure that's going to strengthen your organization, you know, because I'm going to be providing you that HR expertise. Yeah, truly. I, she, she changes organizations. She changes lives. She really does, and um, I, we're so thankful to have her on our team and so thankful that she's doing this work in our communities. So if you are interested in working with Tanika Starks, which I hope you are, you should be, um, shoot us an email at info at newchaptercoach.com and we will connect you with her and you can talk all about her customized services and um, how she can help your organization. With that, I also want to remind everyone to take advantage of all of the resources that we have at newchaptercoach.com. On our website, newchaptercoach.com, you will find a comprehensive list of resources as well as a way to sign up for our free weekly newsletter, which includes you guessed it, free resources on a weekly basis, as well as nonprofit news, um, opportunities to connect with other nonprofit leaders, and more. So I hope you will connect with us, subscribe, and stay tuned for the rest of this series, and follow us on Facebook to catch all things New Chapter Coaching. Thank you so much again, Tanika, for joining us today. Up next, next week, we have AJ Bockelman, our strategic partner in nonprofit operations, who will talk to us about building resilience in operations in the area of succession planning. You won't want to miss it. We'll catch you next week. Thank you, everyone. We'll see you later.